The current spoiler warning level is, Securidite. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Sakuradite. We're talking about a machine and its variants from Akito the Exiled, which is a Code Geass OVA. We also have a little bit of discussion of a machine from Code Geass Lelouch of the Rebellion, which is the more recent Code Geass film. And uh, I don't think there are any plot spoilers for that movie. There are for uh, Akito the Exiled. Akito the Exiled, also just garbage, and you should probably not watch it anyway, so don't worry about spoilers is my opinion, but that's your call. Regardless, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista in G. Mitsuo Fukuda is all out of creative impulses. I'm Six Datmar. I'm Dylan. Uh, See, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a play on words. Yeah, he's yeah, like, no, no, I no, think no. He's a, I, but I, also yeah, the impulse. Fucking, yeah, yeah, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Also, Fukuda's page, Wikipedia page, I. I, I Maybe this is just how this sort of thing is phrased, but it feels weird. <clears throat> it says, quote, He was married to anime screenwriter Chiaki Morosawa until her death in 2016. It's not like they got divorced when she died. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not how that that's works. That's weird wording. Um... <laughs> Unless he did. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was like, man, you died? What a loser. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Okay, yeah, no, it's, it, I, I, I was curious if, like, that was maybe a Japanese law, if, like, technically were considered, like, marriage was considered an old when someone dies, but no. So, I don't know. It's just worded weird. I assume it's just clunky wording. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I, the, the new reveals made me grumpy. But, whatever. We're not talking about those, we'll talk about this another time, because we'll have to fucking add a whole new section for CE again. Do you like any of them? I am okay on a couple. Uh, I, I I think the leader of the new Night Guys is kind of a neat design, at least in Gunpla form. The art still looks a little goofy, but I like the Gunpla for it. Um, the other knights, not so much. Uh, the Spec 2 Impulse, which is just literally an impulse slightly desaturated. Uh... I think that the freedom and justice things are better than the the infinite justice and the strike freedom. That doesn't mean mm -hmm. I like them. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, uh, the the rising freedom is fine. It has a dumb Regazi transformation, though, and I... It, 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 it's it's kind of... It, it's weird to me because it feels like kind of a downgrade. Uh, and I know the reason why is probably because uh, given that two out of the four leaks on that four leak uh, panel were true, I'm assuming that these two have mid-fucking movie upgrades. Again, that's just speculation. <laughs> but it, that's, that's what funny. it seems like, though. Because the uh, what the other two are that are on the quad leak uh, would indicate that. So 
fair enough. Um, especially considering that these, like I said, the Rising Freedom and the, what is it, the I- Imotaru? Imotaru? I don't know what it's supposed the to immortal? be. Oh, immortal? Oh, Immortal. Immortal Justice, God. Uh, I will say the Immortal Justice is probably my favorite of the three Justices, while the Rising Freedom, I think, is still worse than the original Freedom. Again. Yeah, that's the thing. Is you, you said it's a downgrade, but it's like, yeah, it's it's been downhill ever since the Freedom for that line. Well, what I mean is downgrade in terms of, like, armaments and whatnot, you know? Oh, I see. I, I meant, like, okay. a literal... I, uh, th- I meant, literally, these units are, like, very, like, undergunned compared to their f- prior final units, you know? The Rising Freedom sure. just has, it has, it does have the two cannons, and it has the rail guns, and then it has the gun, and then it has two beam sabers. But again, it, it lost the bits, uh, and, oh, I guess, I'm sorry, I forgot, they both have dumb boomerang shields, right? Completely forgot about those. Hate them. Anyway. Um, the, 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 um, mobile armor forms really are trash. I mean, they're, they're Rigazis again, right? And we've already had the complaint about that, they're... Just doing a Rigazi, but even lazier in a way, because at least the Rigazi has the shell put onto the back to cover it. These don't really... Well, even... and the point of the Rigazi was how much it sucked. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Um, the Gelgoog is uninspired, but I do like its beam shield design. Uh, I wish they gave it a Gelgoog head, though. I hate that it has... It has a Zakuf head, uh, just with the Gelgoog tears cut into it. Um... But it doesn't have, like, the Gelgoog snoot. It has a Zaku snoot, which is bizarre to me that they did that. Zaku snoot, do 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 um, Let's roll some dice. Oh, Sorry, wait. Oh, wait. Last one. Uh, I think the Yen looks bad. Its weapon is really cool. I think it looks awful, though. <laughs> the what? The Yen. Did you not see that? It's not getting a model kit, but... I don't think I did. Oh. Uh, Maybe I didn't. Give me one sec, then. Yeah. Um, is that the one with a hand claw thing? No. Uh, no? Okay. Here, give me one sec. I gotta scroll through and find it. Um, it seems to be the thing that, uh, the, the assumption is that Shin's going to be piloting it because, uh... I thought Shin was going to be piloting the Impulse. Mm, who knows? I mean, the thing... Okay, so the reason why people think Shin's going to pilot it, possibly, is because Luna's piloting the Gelgoog. Because, I mean, the Gelgoog is just her colors. Like, the pink and the red. Uh, the Gans up there, top middle. I see. Ugh. Okay. It, it, it has the same backpack sure. as the Gelgoog, um, but the rest of the design is unique. Um, there was a shot, I don't know, when they were revealing these, there was a shot where they had, like... Maybe I'm crazy. I feel like there was a shot where they had five, like six mobile suits side by side, and then they posted an order a picture like below it of their six protagonists side by side in a way that lined up one to one. Yeah, that I thought made it very clear who was piloting what. Uh, mm, that I mean that wasn't a confirmed thing. That was people guessing. I mean no, but it was like their like their account posting one image and then the other, and they lined up exactly. It seemed pretty clear to me, but maybe I'm just misremembering. I don't know. Whatever. Let's roll some dice. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, We're doing yeah. a listener request. Yep. We're doing the second half. At this point, the second half might be less crazy. Fair enough. We'll see. Uh, okay. Sure. What is do it? this. You'll have fun. All right. 
It's the Alexander. Oh. Oh, just like the Alexander from uh, fucking Code Geass? From Code Geass, yes. Oh, yeah, no, I'll have a lot of fun with this. Well, I'll have fun with it at first. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll get a little more annoyed at the end. Uh, there, there'll be an order to this. Um, yeah, the Alexander, the WOX-Type-01. Um, this is a nightmare frame from Code Geass, Akito the Exiled. Uh, terrible movies. Um, or OVAs, sorry, but not very good. It turns out when you just have, like, a side story that takes place between Code Geass Season 1 and 2, and it is just about, hey, what's going on in Europe? And uh, here we have, like, weird Geass stuff happening with our own side characters. It's not very good. It's just, I, it's boring. Uh, the third episode randomly shoves Lelouch, uh, as, uh, someone that isn't Lelouch, and, um, uh, I'm forgetting his name. Suzaku in it. Um, it, it's it's just not very fun. Uh, the fights, I think the fight choreography does work for being 3D though. I like the mecha stuff. At least uh, in the early episodes. Again, late episodes kind of fall off. It doesn't help that. I mean, we'll talk about it. But uh, the the Alexanders get upgrades, and um, I would not call them upgrades. So the Alexander is a secret special operations model uh, used by the EU Army. Developed by Captain Anna Clement, who is, you know, the the mad scientist weapon developer for uh, for the EU. I mean, I, I don't think she's meant to be. She's meant, she's exceptionally kind, compassionate, and selfless. She also builds, you know, weapon. Uh, the reason that's funny also is the Alexanders have uh, self destruct mechanisms in them, so you know that way they can suicide bomb. Especially because, uh, th- you know, they put elevens in these. You know, the elevens that are basically slaves. So, you know, that's wonderful. They're like, well, it's fine. You're Japanese. You're okay with blowing yourself up, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know. It must be. Uh, it's fucked up. Um, anyway, it's, so it's funny to me that the weapon designer is like, ah, she's actually really cool and nice. Um, but yeah, uh, it doesn't have... Uh, so it has a weird... Uh, well, I, I guess we'll go over the design and then I'll talk about the details on the design. So yeah, this is, it's an unusual nightmare frame though. It doesn't, uh, it, do, it can still skate around and all that. Obviously you'll see the wheels when we look at the design. Um, but it's like a weird high mobility kind of like, it, it's a bizarre design. It does a lot of weird movement, uh, in a way that I quite like. Uh, and I guess just to go over the design. Okay. Let me see. Uh, the picture on the wiki, yeah, that's, okay, fine resolution, good. They used to have a smaller picture, so I was worried about using that. Um, so, the Alexander, the head. Um, so fun fact about this design, this is a design by Akira Yasuda, aka Akiman. Uh, around the same time he did G-Reiko. Um, I think this comes out a year after, or a year before, one of the two, I can't remember. Uh, either way, it comes out pretty close to G-Reiko, and I just find it funny because he puts horns on this design just like he does with the G-Self. Um... Forward-facing horns, I should say. Um, so yeah, the head on this is kind of like a knight helmet uh, with the visor pushed up. Uh, so it's got like a uh, cross-shaped visor uh, on the head. Um, this visor is able to pop down over the eyes. Um, it has two horns protruding to the like on the sides of the head. They're protruding forward um, at an angle, uh, like forward and up. Uh, also on the head, you have two rather large green eyes, a plain face that has an organic feel because it has a bit of a nose bump, though, 
like so it's still it doesn't feel like just like a normal like mask face necessarily it feels oh or i should say it feels like a mask but not like a mecha mask but like a mask mask just because like i said it has like a nose bump and such and like a little bit of cheek definition it's not like super hard human details going on it's just the face isn't your usual just flat mecha mask though um which i think is a neat element um for the head you have these two like never knew what these really are they're like two like weird little rods that are um sticking down from like the cheeks uh they have like a gridded texture to them i don't know what they actually are meant to be um uh it also has two of them yeah. it has two of them in the middle of the head uh here i'll link you a sketch where you can better see that uh i don't know for sure if this is on the wiki but i have art books ready for sharing art so um and you can see it has two in the back as well um if they're textured like they're fucking like the little stunt bars on like a kid's bike that has those little things on the wheel. Mm hmm They are strange. Uh don't know what they are, but they're there. Um <laughs> then uh fairly armored neck. Uh the torso is kind of almost like an IBO esque torso. What I mean by that is simply that at the midsection you have all the exposed frame and like some pistons and whatnot. Um, you know, due to this thing having a transformation. Uh, so it's got, like, a clear upper and lower half of the body. Uh, the upper half is, um, it, it has, like, a protruding breastplate. It's a boot kinda. bag. Yeah. It's uh, a boot bag. And then, uh, you've got two popped collar pieces as well. Uh, those are attached to the kind of bug abdomen, uh, that it has for a, uh, tail. Uh, so, or, uh, or as, like, a, uh, cockpit block on the back. So, you know, on your usual Nightmare Frames, they usually have these big, sturdy blocks. This one has a smaller, more confined, rounded one, uh, that is also not ejectable, because, again, uh, these were not made for their soldiers to necessarily survive in. Uh, I don't know if the excuse would be, ah, if we give them an option to retreat, they'll try to retreat, or what, but it's fucked up. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, uh, moving on though, uh, for the lower half of the torso, you get, like, exposed pistons on the left and right, and then you have almost, like, a weird, like, scoop, uh, for the bottom chest, like, it's got, like, a hole in it, um, mm -hmm. at the like front. Like a big intake, maybe? It's, yeah, it's basically, like, a big intake. Um, big hollow armor piece, basically, for the, like, center chest there. Um, but, yeah, so that's a weird, weird design element of it. Um... Uh, but yeah, so it's got two pistons on the side, and then, you, while you can't see it in the art on the front, uh, if you look at, like, some rear art, which, does the wiki have rear art? Uh, scrolling down. Yeah, it does. Okay, it does. Yes. Down there. Uh, it has, like, one large piston in the middle, basically. Um, anyway, uh, moving on, though, the shoulders. The shoulders have this really neat, almost eye-like design on them. Like, because, uh, so... They're armored, and they have, like, two horns on the top, like, one on the front and one on the back part, uh, and then you've got, like, a, sp it's also spiky coming out of the side, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the front of this has basically, like, a red eyeball shape, uh. And there's even a pattern above it that is, like, imitation eyelashes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really like these shoulders, just because I think it's a cool-looking shoulder, um. Mm -hmm. These also have some, these shoulders have a little bit of pistons going into the arm that you can see there. Uh, the 
upper arm, uh, fairly complex looking, all things considered. Now, this was a CG mecha anime, so they, they were able to go harder in on shapes, so it's not like your standard, like, you know, Gundam uh, bicep where it's a very simple one. It has... It's not like there's anything too fancy going on with it in terms of, like, uh, function. It's just armor with a lot of panel lining on it, basically, and, like, little cuts in the armor. But it looks nice. Um, has some protection for the base of the joint. Uh, then you see the exposed double joint. Um, you've got a bit, uh, on the, a bit of armor on the sides of these joints, uh, that you can see, like, you know, the little gray caps to indicate where the middle of the joint is that you usually get on these, like, on mecha designs. Um, little red decal arrow pointing down on the sides of these. Um, for the forearms, though, you get these interestingly shaped forearms, uh, mainly because these do have a function. They can extend. So you'll notice that, um, they have basically three sections before you reach the area, like the wrist. Uh, you can mm -hmm. see, like, if you're looking at the outer armor, you can see these, like, sort of, uh, how do you even describe that shape? Like, triangular silhouetted armor on the side. And you can see there's, like, three of them uh, that are, you know, pushed together. Those each are, represent, like, a section. Uh, and then also it can extend at the wrist. And then, of course, you have the hands. Uh, the hands have two plates on the back of the hand uh, and then sharp, like, fingers. Like, the hands themselves, nothing too, too special going on with them, but they do have sharpened fingers at the end. Um, you also have uh, the melee weapon of the Alexander... Uh, I forget if it's... I think it's still called the O-1 for the st standard unit. Yeah, it's the Type O-1. Okay. So the Type O-1 here, uh, which is what we're starting with, has uh, its primary melee weapon on the arms, which are uh, tonfas. Uh, they are tonfas that have picks in them. So the picks can... Um, let me see if I can find like some art of that. Uh, scrolling down on the wiki. Uh, you can see yes. in the gallery that there's the, there's they have them forward and out. Yeah, um, they can it either... like they're just stored on the wrist generally, though. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, with the, um, so there, there is a, uh, little, like, sharp blade, uh, located in, at the tips of these tonfas, and the sharp blade is able to, yeah, you, they can either come out of the side for, like, slamming into the side or around the target. Uh, specifically, this has a function, uh, it, when we see it in battle, in, like, one of the first battles, it uses this to slam into the pilot cockpit blocks, like, around sure. the, uh, around the nightmare frame. Uh, but it can also just have them forward if it wants to, like, you know, just stab with the tonfas as well. Um, then you have, uh, moving on, the waist, you have, like, a, a really weird cockpit unit. It almost feels turn A-esque, which is funny, because that's not where the pilot is. The pilot's in the chest, like, the upper, or, uh, the, um, the back thing, the abdomen on mm -hmm. the upper chest. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it feels very turn A-esque, because it's got, like, this kind of, like core fighter-ish design, and it even has, like, a clear, like, blue piece in the middle. Um, just, just a weird choice, and yeah, just reminds me of the tournament, which I guess, to be fair, uh, well, Akiman only did the character designs on that show, though, and not mecha designs, but, you know, just for whatever reason, reminds me of those style of cockpits, even though it's not even a cockpit. Uh, couldn't be either, because, I mean, you know, Code Geass, these are smaller mecha. Um. Right, right, you wouldn't have fit in there. You have these uh, really cool side skirts that have these, like, cuts on them, so they have, like, three bands is what they kind of look like. Uh, and then for the rear skirt, you have these, um, like, uh, it's like two tier, or, uh, not tier, uh, how, what is that shape? Why am I spacing on the name of that shape? 
like two eye-shaped pieces almost, right? Like these. Yeah, they're like they're like like ovals that are sharp at the tip. I don't know the term right now either. Yeah, and I'm like I know that I know there's a word for that. Yeah, and those are uh, like the two quote-unquote rear skirts, and then there's also like a triangular plate in the middle on the back. Um, as you move down to the legs, uh, just detailed thighs. Uh, you can see the ball joints for the legs too. They're not fully covered, um, but. Uh, there's a bit of extra side skirt armor on the sides of the legs that has, like, a point at the bottom. Uh, these are kind of protecting the sides of the uh, ball joints for the legs. Um, but, yeah. Mostly... I don't think they're actually trying for this, but the patterns on the top of the legs there almost seem like they're trying for, a, like, a turn A kind of look. Yeah. Yeah. That... The Honestly, all the white, there. all the lines are probably also why I'm getting, yeah, like, the turn A vibes from, like, the uh, crotch piece and then also these... Uh, mm -hmm. these legs very very sid meaty lines yeah mm -hmm. a little bit of uh decals on the inner thigh there you get like those red triangles that are kind of located throughout um and then for the joints you get these gray you know standard mecha joints gray double joints um they look nice and then uh tall knees with some kind of skinny looking legs uh they do have like a lot of panel lining on them but there's not a lot of outer detail um, you do get heel guards, and you get pointy, like, night shoes, basically, for feet, uh, with kind of a, it's a little hard to see in the art, but they do have, like, a little bit of a taller heel, uh, and then also, uh, it's connected to the sides of the feet, you have the, um, land spinners, the, uh, the wheels for doing the bottoms movement, uh, which are quite mm -hmm. large on this one, um, big wheels, yeah. and they have, like, a, uh, brake locate, you, you, it has this big white plate of armor that can operate, I believe, as the, uh, brake, like, it pushes down on the wheel, um, so, yeah, uh, this guy's a weird guy. Um, part of the weirdness also comes with it having a transformation, um, which obviously... Shouldn't you be calling it a weird gal? Or, I guess a weird gal? I'm gonna be honest, I really hoped I'd upset you with a boob pocket thing. But I guess it's just so evident that you were like, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not gonna argue it. Um, but yeah, it has an insect <laughs> mode. So, what it does for the insect mode is it the helmet pops down over the face... Uh, the torso, uh, the front chest, like, pops up, uh, like, to face forward more. Uh, the head leans down as well. Um, it does have the, uh, the, like, cockpit, like, kind of depressed into the body. Uh, and then the arms extend, uh, and you can see, like, the way they extend at the wrist where it's got all the different segments. Uh, the legs also have an extension. It basically pushes out a whole bunch of, like, frame from the leg to double the length of the, uh, thigh. And, uh, it, it crawls. It, it crawls really fast. It's kind of horrifying. Um, so, hold on. Alexander. So there are a few things about this. Uh -huh. uh, first of all, it's just the CG that we have down here. I haven't seen Akito the Exiled. Um, I've been told I don't really need to. Yeah, don't. Um, the chest is so low to the ground that it seems like it would be scraping. Is it usually positioned like that? Uh and then also... Well, you have the things on the the rods on the head. We noticed. Is it possible that like part of the scoop and also the rods on the head are so that if you get too low to the ground, they make contact first to give you an alert of hey, you're about to smash your very sensitive head sensors on the ground. I I don't know actually. Uh, if you want to see this thing in action, that's a pretty good one, and it's only three minutes long, so not very long. Um, I'll talk about some of its other armaments though while you watch this, so you can get a sense for how this moves. Um, okay. I'll put a link in the show notes. Yep. Uh, so, uh, other armaments on this design. I, uh, we already mentioned the Tonfa. You will have to post it. Oh. 
Oh, I posted it in the wrong chat. Sorry. Uh, posted it in uh, my house chat, not, not not my chat with you. Whoops. Anyway, there we go. Which your 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 house is totally used to you posting the Alexander, so they probably didn't even play. Well, they're used to me posting Mecca in general, yeah. So they're probably not going to even realize that I did anything weird. Um. Anyway, yes. Uh. So I'll have you watch that a little bit. Um. Mm-hmm. But uh, while you're watching that a little bit, I'll talk about the armaments, with some of which show up in that video. Uh, it has the Judgment Linear Assault Rifle, which is basically it. It, it is an assault rifle that fires. Uh. Like, it's basically a small railgun. Uh, it's not, like, super strong, but it does, like, damage, uh, seems to damage Nightmare Frames just fine. And it also has the Ulna Edge, uh, called so because the Ulna Edge, uh, is inside of its wrist, and it is a blade that extends out. So it can pop the hand down and have this blade extend out of the arm, just as kind of like a backup, you know, little hidden weapon. Um, Does this guy have a Suzaku Gius? Kind of, yes, actually. That's the that's another weird thing. Has uh, someone Gius him to win fights? Yes. That's so, I that was They already did it. It yeah. was And also it wasn't like it was good because there was a narrative like reason, you know, it it had like a character beat to it that that was a thing, right? But like on its face magically possessed to win fights is such a stupid rules rules lawyer bullshit thing. Yeah. So the Gius is, he was told, uh, if I remember right, because it's been like a bunch of years since I watched this, uh, he, he, he was ordered to live or sorry, to die. Like, like basically his brother, his evil brother, uh, used his Gius to like kill everyone and be like, Hey, you're all going to die. Like he's giving them orders. Uh, uh-huh. And for whatever reason, it didn't work on Akito, and it instead gave him, like, a weird superpower, like, sicko mode. I don't remember if they even go into fully why this happens. I, I assume it's just they thought it was cool to have the main character have that thing. Not only that, but the other weird thing he, he does is it actually influences others around him, so it will start affecting his allies, too. And it just makes them go sicko mode, basically. Again. Okay, so I... Th- not a great experience. I'm almost almost done watching this, and I have a few observations. The first is, I think that scoop is a hover unit for when it's crawling. Oh, uh, that... Just to help lighten the load. That actually could make sense, yeah. And also just having, like, having the torso be light for when it's crawling. Because you, as you can see from the video, it is, compared to other Nightmare Frames, pretty high mobility, just in terms of raw, mm-hmm. like, kinetic movement. Um, I, I, I do like this little battle, though. It is... And the uh, oh, yeah. other observation is the way it is the way it moves. Like this is really impressive because it's not just that it's like oh it switches between the the like the you know quadruped and the you know the you know biped mode. There's also sort of in betweens right where you can see that the decision is made by the pilot like switching back and forth. Mo- like this is not a far enough stretch I have to move to switch modes. So they do just in biped mode run on all fours real quick. Yeah. And that's really cool. I really like, again, for all that I know that, like, Akito the Exiled is maligned, I do think the action direction, especially with the Alexander, is actually pretty good. And, like, for being CG from, like, 2014, like a CG mecha thing, it's pretty alright, all things considered. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I think, like, it, it is very, like, heavily stylized. They do a lot of, like, like, the dark darks and stuff in a way that is, you know, 
easier for them to pull off. And you know what? Know your limitations and work within them. Yep. It looks good. Uh, my, one of my favorite bits is when it's running on the water and it starts like doing, it's like, it, it, that's like one of the mo- times where it starts doing the quadruped thing without fully changing is when it's running mm-hmm. on the water and it just starts kind of like using its hands to pull it forward when it initially mm-hmm. lands in the water. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, one guy gets turbo killed by the Tonfa in that video, if I remember right, and then you have the other one get killed by the cool wrist blade. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, uh, the other thing is, if you look at the CG art, you'll notice uh, there's the insect mode art that has the uh, two bombs on the back. That's because uh, to go with the whole suicide bombing thing, they attach bombs so that the pilot can blow themselves up, if necessary. Um, however, uh after this battle, a particular Eleven, who is our main character, does really well, and they're like, well, shit. Okay. That went real good. Uh, let's get him, like, involved in this whole little squad. Um, uh, to be fair, uh, the, the cool lady commander of the of the unit takes over, because the guy running it is an asshole. But, you know. Anyway. Is she perhaps going to be the pilot of the Type 2? Uh, one of them, yes. Because there are actually four Type 2s. We'll talk about them in a moment, though. Uh, okay. Anything? Actually, no. Yeah, I guess there's nothing else really to talk about, though. Quadruped, we went over all the equipment. It's pretty cool. Uh, Alright, uh, there are Alexander Type 2s. These are a variant that uh, are used by uh, the uh, team that goes with them. Uh, you'll notice when you click on the page, there are four variants, so we'll talk about each of them. We'll get through them pretty quick. Uh, there's not like a lot of design differences going on overall. Um, so I guess we'll do it in the order they are on the wiki. We have the first, the Leela type. Uh, this is used by Leela Malkal, who is the officer in question who, like, you know, basically is like, no, we have to treat the 11s like humans. I mean, I'm still going to use them as weapons, but, uh, you know. And her unit, uh, too. So you can see it has a different kind of night helm. It still has, like, the plus, but it has, like, these almost, like, feather protrusions of armor uh going around the perimeter of the back of the head you can see um mm-hmm. and it has instead of uh the two eyes it has like a singular visor eye um the other major changes include if you look at the shoulders uh different shoulder design these this simpler shoulder design is carried through on all the type twos it's uh it's like shoulders that just have a downward facing a uh, bit of armor on the outside and like a little blue piece they're, they're just a little simpler. They don't have the eye motif going on. Uh, other uh, things, the side skirts are not as fancy. They are just like two bands rather than the weird one turning into three bands. It's just two separate bands. And the mm-hmm. sides of the legs don't have the sharper armor. They're like more blunted armor. They still have the extra armor, though. Um, other than that... That's a halo? Yes, uh, then the equipment changes. So... Uh, oh, two things I forgot to mention about the Type 01 that I'll mention here. Uh, the way it carries equipment on the back is it has two subarms located in the backpack, or in the cockpit block, on either of the sides. Um, this is one of the cases where it uses them. It can use them to hold the rifles. It can use them to, you know, do whatever they, it needs them to do. Um, I forgot one last thing. I'm sorry. Uh, for the Type 1, I forgot to mention. Uh, it has a cool red face underneath when it's doing sicko mode stuff. The oh, face yeah, can fully yeah, open. Important. Um... Uh, so yeah, her typo two though, you can see it has like a weird halo held onto on one of those subarms. Uh, and then otherwise she just uses the rifle. Uh, she is supposed to be the commander, so she is not like going like she she doesn't have as specialized equipments. Uh, what this halo lets is her she, do? Oh yeah, is she a 
bad pilot. I'm seeing her holding her rifle as though it were a pistol, like two-handing it with a hand underneath the thing. And it's like the point of this gun is there's a long part where you can study it. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember. I think she's not a very good pilot, though. No, she well, she also notably, unlike the others, doesn't go sicko mode. Um, the Halo is for controlling drones, which is the other cool thing she does. We'll talk about those later. There are Alexander drones, but we'll talk about those in their own section. Oh, she has, she has like, G-bits? Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because, um, again, she's a commander, so she can give them orders on the fly and stuff using the Halo. So she, she is able to do something cool. She's just not, like, sicko pilot in the same way, though. We also get a good shot, like, the just a detail here that we don't have in the art, um, at least on the Code Geass wiki, which is what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, her, like, the, the CG render of her, like, um, suit at rest has the land spinners folded up by the leg. Yeah. So you can see what that looks like. Yep. Um, all right, moving on. Next up would be the Rio version, used by Rio Sayama. Uh, this version is... A more, uh, I believe, is this one? Let's see, it has the axe. Is this the close combat one? Yeah, or like close and mid-range. So, uh, you can see the head uh, still has the cross helmet, though it has some extra tubes now. Like uh, some bars almost on the sides of the head. uh, Going around, like, from the sides of the back to the top of the head. Just some extra armor, I guess. Just these weird little bars. Um, And it also has a face that is probably one of my other favorite faces besides the standard Alexander, which is like... Just, like, a whole bunch of, like, visors, like, three. Oh, yeah, the multi-tiered visor look. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, it is. No other real notable changes overall on the body. Oh, I did forget to mention the Type 2 also has a little bit of extra torso armor uh, just on the top of the uh, breastplate. Um, yeah, just and it is very, like, a faux, like, European knight, like, breastplate, like, collar guard piece. Mm-hmm. I do like these things being so weird because these are actually, like... Nightmare frames made in the EU, not by the not by Britannia, so they have like a very unique look to them. I think I think it's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so his extra equipment is an axe, and it's like a weird like you know little foldy axe that he has on the arm. Uh, and uh, he also for extra equipment uses a missile pod that is held on the subarms on the back. And he uh, he never upgraded from the starter missile pod at the beginning of Armored Core Two. Yeah, it's like a little six missile <laughs> missile pod. Um, big missiles, though. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, listen, that starter missile pod, it, the stats aren't good. It looks cool, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably my favorite head of the bunch, but, you know, it's close, closer combat. Um, uh, also, if you look at the gallery, he understands how to hold an assault rifle. Next up, we have Ayano's version. Oh, he even has trigger discipline. Wow, that's really rare on a mecha. Oh, let me, and now I need to look because I actually didn't notice that. That first image in the gallery, he has the oh, finger yeah. extending along the guard. Yeah. Good work, man. Um, then uh, we have the Ayano version. This is the true close range version because Ayano has, uh, so her design uh, has two little like extra, I, I don't know what they are, like these little bits on the top of the head. Uh, also has a more knightly back of the head. Like it's got like these like curves that like, also are very helmet-like. Uh, and hers also for the eyes has, like, it's two eyes, but they're two eyes made of, like, four or uh, three cameras, right? Like, it's like you have these three cuts on either side that are, like, little eyes. You can see the zoom-in of the uh, head in the gallery. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think what's happening, I mean, I think it is cool-looking, I, I, but I think they're kind of doing an Ipe Gyobu, like, robot girl thing, 
right? Mm. I also think those little bits on the top are supposed to be, like, imitation hair clips. Oh, okay. Hers, though, uh, her special weapon on hers is she has a sword that is, like, a much longer blade than the other one's blades. Um, What is the magazine for? Uh. On the sword. That little thing on the side. Uh, oh, that's the, uh, clip for having it clipped on the arm. Uh, that doesn't stay with the sword. Oh, it's just a mount. Yeah, it's it's just a mount for the arm. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and actually, you can see that she has two eyes on hers, because if you look at the, uh, line art version of her head, you can see that inside of the slit, it's like one continuous eye, like inside the three slits, which is kind of cool. There's a like oh. 2D line art of the head. Uh, you can see it there. See what I mean in the middle there? Uh-huh. You can see that it's like one one continuous like eye, but across three. Just a weird This one. is also very cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, also, the this sword is called the B-Shop Long Ray, which is a great name. The fucking B-Shop Long Ray. Uh, yep. B-Shop Long Ray. Uh, and then finally, for the last one, we have our sniper. This is Yukia. Uh, Yukia's, uh, unique helmet variant, uh, has two of those, like, plug pieces, like the Alexander's, but, like, on the top of the head, and they're, they have, like, cable jacks at the end of them, is what they kind of look like. They're weird. Um, mm-hmm. he also has, for his, a T-shaped visor, like, a ver- another night helm visor, but, like, his is, like, a T of, uh, of green. Stills um, of Code Geass characters always look fucked up. Yeah. The proportions of their faces are wrong. Uh, and his, uh, may not seem like it has extra equipment until you go further down and you notice, oh, it has an extendable barrel for the sniper rifle, uh, is one of the, uh, extra equipments. So it has an extendable barrel, which obviously increases the range. Uh, his also typically fires in three-shot bursts. I can't remember if the normal one does, but I know his does. Uh, the other thing he has, which is funny because this is normally equipment on all, like, you know, all Britannian ones, uh, he has Slash Harkins, uh, for in case anyone gets up close to him. Oh, nice. Yeah. It looks like his extendable barrel when he's in, when he's, when he has it on his back can just be a separate gun, or is it just being held there? I actually have always wondered that, because I noticed that it'll hold it on the backpack like that. I wonder if it's just held there so it can switch between, like, a close range and a, because, like, like, obviously, if it's doing insect mode stuff, it's probably going to be operating more close range, like, in a mm-hmm. fight. So I'm wondering if that's the case. Um, don't know for sure. Uh, I do know the Slash Harkins, though. They are kind of similar to the ones on the Lancelot and can be used in the same way also, like, you know, also just being used as, like, little extra punchy, you know, wrist, wrist stabbies alongside the fact that you can launch them. Uh, you probably yeah, just I use want... the actual hand blades, though, since this still has those. Looking at the barrel by itself it looks like it has two small magazines mounted into it uh sort of oh, symmetrically yeah. yeah no it so does. i wonder if it has like a lower caliber firing mode when it's just the barrel i think it something. does because yeah it has two extra there's there would be no reason to have like the two extra magazines put into it so yeah mm-hmm. interesting i didn't realize that okay cool um that actually answers the question uh you could also say it does some this doesn't make a like very much sense as far as a real thing to do but you could also say that those are like sub bullets for like boosting the main shot or something stupid that'd be ridiculous that'd be kind of sick yeah (laughs) all right uh so there are upgrades to these three the rio ayano and yukia versions uh these upgrades are called the alexander valiance uh, I hate these things. This is where I start getting mad about the Alexander designs. So, here- Oh, actually, you know what? Before we go over the Valiance, I guess uh, I forgot. Uh, we should go over the drone. Because, you know, it is used by the one girl. 
who uh, does not get an upgrade, actually. So, there you go. Uh, these are the drones. They are weird little, like, orange Alexanders. They have the Alexander Type 2's, um, like, general body plan, like the torso, the shoulders, etc. Uh, but they have these weird heads with, like, vertical cameras on them that... Uh, they also have a night they're, helm, though. They're like frog helms. But the, their head is just the um, Mohawk camera from the Justice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and it, they also have an insect mode. I'm really sad because these almost got a robot spirits alongside the others, but they did not. Uh, cool thing about these also is... So, the backpack, it, uh, it has a, like, clear black... Uh, or not, a, like, like a smoked uh, glass around it, and you can see, like, the drone control system in the back. It's just, like, there's a cool computer in the back, basically. Which is kind of neat. Um, oh, that's just inside fun. The yeah. Um, yeah, and these are able to be controlled by uh, Leela. Um, but, yeah. Uh, you know, and they use the Judgment Rifle again. I, I will say, I do think the Judgment Rifle is just a cool rifle design. It has, like, a P90 kind of, like like, the... Uh, ergonomic, like, thumb area, which I think is really funny for a mecha gun, but it also looks well, really cool. You know what the, the touch point, the touchstone is then for, if you want to, if you're like, well, it was a P, P90, but an assault rifle. Uh-huh. That's a, that's a gun that the same company makes. Oh. That's the FNF2000, of course, FN for Fabrique Nationale, who makes the P90, and also, here is the F2000. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, God, this looks like a weird future gun. Uh, it is the, also the gun that Sam Fisher uses in the first Splinter Cell. I'm surprised I didn't remember this. Wow. Fucking Spec Ops things love FN guns between, like, Sam Fisher and also in Ghost in the Shell, them just using P90s all the time. Yeah, I mean, the thing... They do Sorry, look like cool a, future another... guns, is the thing. And another thing about, here's the, the real military minute, is that... It is n it is a cool idea and has a lot of merits. The thing that they do, where they very often they didn't with the F two thousand, but with the P ninety and also the five seven, which is sort of the matching pistol, um, they do a thing where they came up with their own ammo for it, right? Mm -hmm. Which has the benefit of they just made the best ammo they could. There, it's it's the FN five seven. The pistol is called that because the ammo is five point seven millimeter, and it is just like ideal for penetrating modern armor and then doing a lot of damage without. With, while still being pretty easy to control. Obviously, round. I assume the drawback is you have to buy your ammo from them. You have to buy your ammo from them and no one else has it, right? You're going to, like, you're going to the, to, to, like, NASCAR and you're like, oh, sorry, my car runs on cotton candy. And everyone's like, well, we don't fucking have cotton candy, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, moving on to the, um, the other ones, what are, I already forgot their name, Valiance, right, okay. So, the Valiance, I hate these things, uh, a lot. Um, these are the upgrades for Ryo, Ayano, and Yukia. They get these before, uh, the main one gets upgraded, so that's probably why they pop up first. Um, they have, basically, uh, the, the you were talking about Armored Core with the weapons, right? Well, that's what these do, is upgrade them. So, talking about the Ryo one first, uh, he upgrades into having a... So, uh, to describe the base machines, they keep the same head style, the armor color has changed blue, and for some reason, the blue highlights are now glowing orange. And I mean glowing orange, like they glow for some reason. They didn't glow- the blue did not glow on the original designs. I- I hate these colors. I think they look bad. Um. See? Yeah. 
So, Not good. Yeah, so Rio's version, his unique equipment, he has a chain gun that is like, the barrel of it opens up weirdly. Yeah, this feels like it's housed in just a... a well, that's such a strange... What the fuck? And it has like two modes. It has either like when it's being held in the hand, the barrel extends forward and it looks a little bit more like a proper gun, I guess. But it still is weird. Um, but then you have, like, the stored mode when it's on the backpack, or, like, the when it's used in the insect mode, and it has this, like, non-Euclidean, like, shell around it. I hate it. It looks weird. I don't... Yeah, so it has this has this big, like, shielding, like, mount over it that sort of covers the top of it only, mostly, and then a free-floating, like, triple barrel setup. And then it also has, like, this huge, like, heavy drum of ammunition... In a way that's, like, that would be, like, five times as heavy as the rest of the gun. Why would you do it like that? Um, and then, of course, on the other shoulder, you have the missile launcher, which is just four giant missiles that look like they're in a magnum barrel. Yeah, yeah, the the cylinder. Yeah, um, or yeah, magnum cylinder. It's bizarre. Um, and then you have an axe, which, uh is now a twin-headed axe, and it also has a secret little stabby blade in the middle of it. Uh, I will say with these, I'm wondering... I've actually wanted to find in the design notes if I could find out who designed these, because I feel... I get the feeling that the upgrades, because of how different they are, were not made by uh, uh, Akira Yasuda. I think that the upgrades were made by the people who were doing, like, the CG mecha design art for the uh, films. Um... Because, like, these feel so drastically, like, different from what the Alexanders were going for that, like, it could it's almost confusing to me, you know? Like, yeah. we've made them blue, we've given them neon lights, and we've made their weapons, like... Because, like, the Alexander is a design that, even though it works really well in CG, I can imagine it, like, in, like, a 2D anime still, right? Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel the way... Like, the Valiants here, I don't feel that way about at all. Like, they are just... They're complex and, like, colorful in the specific ways that I think only you can do with, like... It's a thing I've noticed with, like, a lot of CG anime, where, like... It's the same problem I have with, like, the Valve Rave designs being pretty busy, you know? Like, like if I pull up, like, a random Valve Rave design, y- you see how they have, like, all these colors, all these extra lines, etc., that they would not get away with if they were drawing these in 2D, but because they're when they are using a CG model, they're like, well, yeah, we could just have all these shapes and do all these things, you know. Uh, and I feel like that's like evident on these like uh, these upgraded Alexanders from Code Geass. It, these feel like things that uh, would not be like animated at all. Whereas like here, uh-huh. if I show you, here's Akira Yasuda's original art of the Alexander, uh, which is a little different from the final. Uh, his had a more simple transformation. Um, though it looks fucking sick because Akira Yasuda's art is really good. Um, but you can see, like, he drew it, like, on by hand on 2D paper, you know, and you can see how you would simplify mm-hmm. that for 2D. Uh, these, though, like, look at the, like, these weapons have, like, all these unnecessary, like, transforming features, you know? Like, the prior Rio one had an axe where the handle just flipped. This has an axe where the blades flip inward, the handle, like, tucks in. Um, it has, like, a secret pile bunker in it. It has a Gatling gun, which has a whole fucking armor-shifting mechanism for some reason. Uh, like- also, the axe, like, it's just... 
it shows i think it shows a, like a, a lack of talent for design cuz even just like deployed the axe looks wrong yeah. it looks like a pick yeah and not like a good one no it doesn't look good um don't worry though let's move on we have ayano's version so hers uh gets pink lights because she's the girl that isn't you know that isn't just the pilot uh and her only upgrade is she gets now uh, a a less cool looking sword she gets the August long race sword which is a uh, uh more like a rapier um Oh, and also she gets a single slash harken uh, to go on that arm as well. I don't hate hers. I don't hate it, but it still has like the elements I don't like. Like I don't like these colors. I don't like that they randomly got the neon lights. I think they look cheesy, and also it only emphasizes like the CGness of them more when they have these like neon lights like that. You know? Yeah. Um, You're not wrong. I also just don't think the sword is as cool. Uh, and then we get Yukia. He is the sniper, and so he gets a big-ass, like, generator on the shoulder that he can plug uh, a new rifle into. Uh, oh, actually, no, sorry. This just unfolds and is the whole rifle. Okay, never mind. So he doesn't even use the old rifle design anymore. And he gets upgraded slash harkins that have little, like, extra scissors on them, basically. Like, little insect cutty blades. The balance on this thing looks like dog shit. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a sniper, because... I mean, it's a sniper, so I guess it's going to be, like... like Snipers have to be able to walk. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Uh, Yeah, no, it's it's just an inelegantly done one. Uh, Do you like that it has also scopes that stick out from the front and back of the rifle there? Like... I don't, actually. Yeah, it has... (laughs) It has an X of scopes. Like, literally, one's two facing the front and two facing the back at an angle. Well, it can see in all directions, I guess. Uh, it's dumb. I don't like. I like no, I said. I okay, don't like. No, these okay. It has more scopes than you think. because uh, there's one at the base. Uh huh. And then there's the oh, yeah, little no, there's red a... one further up. And then there's the four. Don't forget this one too. That's also looking backwards, on the side. Oh, okay. So it has seven. Yeah. Why? Because he's the sniper. He needs more scopes. It's not very good. Um, So, these are all bad. Uh, There's also the Red Ogre. This is used by the new member of their team, who was you, who, who they, who they, funnily enough, initially fight in the uh, Valiance. Uh, uh, and his name is... Okay, this looks... Oh, this is a little weird, but it looks alright. Yeah, um, well, okay, so he originally was using a, um... His name is Ashley Ashra, and he's, like, the sicko rival boy who's like, I have a death wish, and I'm going to pilot, and everyone's going to fight until they die. Like, he's, like, that kind of guy, you know? Um, Is is Akito like, I literally have a magically enchanted death wish. Fuck off with your normal one. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, Everyone thinks he's a weirdo, which is funny. He was prior piloting this thing, uh, which is actually really funny because... uh, (laughs) It's a turret. That's all it is, is a turret. It stands there, and it literally has these... It has three sets of quad-barrel, uh, cha- like, mi- uh, miniguns. It has six sets of them. It, it, it has a total... Two sets of three. Two yeah, sets total. of triple Gatling guns, and they have four barrels per gun, and there are three guns per arm. So, <laughs> do the math. <laughs> There's a lot. Um, so, 24 total barrels firing. 
Um, well, I mean... Yeah, or I guess they're rotating, I guess, so they're yeah. not... But also, just looking at this design, there's... This is a thing about this, and it's also about, I guess like, I'll talk about the, this just because it's some, not related to anything, so we may as well. <laughs> yeah, some of the some of the Valiants here. What's the, what's this thing actually called? Uh, oh, the thing I linked, the, the Ahura Mazda. <laughs> oh, I didn't link to the page, apologies. <coughs> here you are. I see. Um... This is a this is a, a sin that I think this is like that's being committed a lot with like I think the valiants also I mean I would say I would especially point to Rios and and Yukias, mm-hmm. um, it's just like there is zero respect for balance or weight, right? Mm-hmm. There's just a ton of gratuitous, extremely heavy metal slapped all over this thing in places that would be a problem. It's not like armor when you have like alternating layers of massive plate on the back of your gun. Why would you do that? Well, don't worry. This is introduced the same episode that the, um... Or I guess the Valiants are technically introduced at the end of episode 3. But this is like the Valiants... The Valiants' big debut fight, though, is against this uh, this thing. So it's a whole episode of bad designs. Um, If you look at the production uh, works liner uh, down there, look at the backpack. Those are ammo cases for the for the guns. And as he is fighting, he just starts ejecting them off. Like, he just starts firing at them, cackling. And then, like, every time... He eventually just wastes all the ammo and doesn't hit any of them, which is pretty good. Looking at the Ahura Mazda here, like... It seems like it's clearly going for, like, Minotaur theming. Mm. Yeah. Right? It's got, like, the big golden horns and this red body... Um, and I don't necessarily dislike this, like, the thing on its back that holds all the ammo, have you, I'm, I'm sure you have, you've been to, like, a, a local restaurant that still uses, like, the little, like, spinning thing that you clip tickets to for orders? Uh-huh, yeah. It looks like that, which is kind of a charming concept, but, yeah, like, like a lot of, a lot of the designs in this show, it seems like there's just, like they assume they have an anti-grav machine or something. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> its other armaments are... It has two pistols that are double-barrel pistols, which is goofy. Oh, sure, I, I see that. They're Oh, they're funny-looking. Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, they, they, they're they supposed to look like old-timey pistols, like the barrel shape and stuff. They look like little yeah, cannons. That's, that's very charming. Uh, and then it has the SDA lances, which are these huge-ass swords on its back, basically. They aren't actually uh-huh. lances, they are swords. They are great swords, well, but... It looks like they have a lance core to them, yeah, but then but... the blade is wrapped around them in a way that, yeah. Well, the blade has two edges, so it's like, yeah. Sure, sure. It's just funny, because it does seem like they have, like, the full, thick lance in the middle, and they just attached a blade to it, making it a blade. Yeah, it's it's strange. Anyway, yeah, so that so this is what that guy comes from. So the, you can see why the Red Ogre is the way it is. It is heavily armored. It is a very different Alexander design. It is, uh... It has a completely different head. It's still going for the Minotaur theme with the head. So it has, you know, the, the way the horns are and the way, like, the face is. It's, it's a lot more monstrous. It's got, like, a mono-eye on the forehead instead of, like, the Night Helm. Uh, and then it's got two normal eyes. And then the face has almost like a skull look to it. Because of like, it has this like line on the bottom and it has these gaps in like the cheek area. And it almost looks like, it just looks kind of skull-like to me is how I see it. You can see that, sure. 
Then you have a really heavily armored upper torso, um, just red armor, two, two colors of red. It also has a golden neck guard. Um, the lower torso uh, has the fun thing of having a combat knife just stored. I guess that's more on the waist. Uh, you don't really see the lower torso on this guy because um, he's so chunky in comparison. Uh, the shoulders, uh, large armor. Uh, you've got this dark red plate on the front and back, and then you've got this like gold plate on top that has reactive armor in the middle of it, seemingly, going off like the little red square of armor there with the X's. Uh, and these two like gray pieces at the uh, base of it that are like just chunky gray pieces on the front and back. Um... Moving on, the arms, upper arm is a more armored version of the, you know, ones on the Alexander. <clears throat> the lower arms, same kind of deal. Uh, they just are chunkier, more armored overall versions. They have a lot of this, uh, as I mentioned, reactive armor looking armor. Because it's got like the, you know, the X indentations like reactive armor tends to have. Lots of the indentations in the armor. Um, mm -hmm. The waist, as mentioned, it has a knife in the middle. Uh... It's got just, like, a huge skirt going on on the front and the sides. It's kind of hard to parse what's going on, like, shape-wise with it. Um, the thighs are huge and chunky. It's, it's, it's almost like the Alexander thighs have more armor put over them, is what it looks like. Like, it looks like it's just wearing armor on top of armor. Um, also has two extra clips for its guns just attached to the front of the thighs there. Um... As you move down the leg, really armored lower leg. Uh, it has very shoe-like feet. It is it, This design is completely eschewed the knight theming. Ashley knows what he's about, and it's not being a knight. <laughs> uh, and then he's got, like, land spinners that are a bit bigger, so they almost look like he's got, like, small monster truck wheels, basically. I mean, this isn't intended for Ashley, though. Oh, is it not a... Oh, no, it was intended for Akito. That's really funny, because... That feels like a lie, because you saw the <laughs> machine that Ashley uses. Yeah, true, true. I mean, so... I should I should wait. There there are a few details on this that I have comments on, but they're not parts we've gotten to yet, so I'll shut up. So, uh, in insect mode, uh, it has a couple of other things going on. Uh, firstly, it has... I'm curious, where are those extra arms stored? Ah, they're on the back of the waist. I didn't bring those up. Yeah, okay. it has has extra legs, basically. So does, like, does Akito or Ashley have major balance issues? Or well, like, yeah. I, well, this design, I think, does, because look at how much armor he added to it. True, true. Um, I like that the rear armor, though, because he's like, well, what if I run out of ammo? He has more ammo slapped onto the sides of the arms that are on the rear. Also, the arms that are on the rear are in yellow and look like construction arms, so they feel like they were improvised rather than, True. like, planned. I mean, he's got extra ammo all over this Yes, thing. they're also on the back I of the mean, thighs, too. I mean, also, uh, sounds like from his previous uh, sortie, what if I run out of ammo is a very valid concern because he's incredibly trigger-happy and a terrible shot. Yeah. Um, so he also has he his Red Ogre Heat Swords, which are just... Their heat swords, they are stored on the back, uh, in the they're backpack. They're kind of cool looking. Yeah. Just... I like the gaps down the middle. Yeah. Um, he's got a bunch of smoke dispensers also located on the back there. Uh... Well, that's the thing, is they look like the same design as were on the bottom of the face of the abnormal Alexander. Mm. Were those smoke dispensers? I don't know. I don't think they were. But, 
Now that you mention it. Oh, he also has the Judgment Mark II rifle, which is just a chunkier version of the original Judgment uh, linear rifle. If you look at it, it just has more armor on it, a more pronounced scope, and that's basically it. It's, they it looks like the armor. stock is more adjustable, too, maybe? Yeah, going off the back there. It does have a... Yeah, That's it even has a stock switch there, actually. That's what that switch is. Which is very very funny detail to include. Uh, oh, also has a heat knife, uh, as mentioned, stored on the crotch there. Oh, and also, beyond the heat knife, it has... Uh, uh, does it have blasting caps? So, okay, look around. Okay, if you look at the waist, do you see how it has, like, those two, like, handles that are, like, sticking up out of the waist, like, in front of the knife? Yes. Look at this picture. It sh shows them there. I think they're just blasting caps that he can grab and slam onto the armor to, like, blow through. It does look like that by the demonstration in the art. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he just has fucking blasting caps. Okay, sure. That's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's This guy's got a very funny sense of uh, armaments on this machine, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a bad idea. Yeah, but, you know. Um. Anyway, yeah, so there's this. Then there is the Alexander El Alexander Liberté. The upgrade, finally, the long-awaited upgrade that is only introduced in the final episode for the first Alexander. And what do we do? We put a full armor pack on it, and it looks kind of bad. It does look kind of bad. So Also, of course, it just has a katana. God damn it. Yep. So, uh, we have added a purple mask and, like, chin piece around the face and purple bigger horns around the horns. We've added purple armor to the upper torso and the collar. There is the original Alexander under all this, is the thing. You can tell that the original Alexander is there. It's just purple armor bolted on it. Uh, it's got, like, a weird glowing green bar in the middle of the torso there. And then the scoop has now been filled in on the lower half for some reason. And also, some of the extra armor on the lower half now has pink for the, uh, like, neon lights on it. Uh-huh. Uh, then, can this go insect mode still? No, I don't think it can. I'm pretty sure it... Yeah, yeah no. I mean, they blocked up the hover unit, so... Yeah. Um... So, uh... The, the extra armor on the shoulders, just more purple armor thrown on, adds, like, extra... An extra layer on the front and I, back, and then extra horns. I don't hate the don't hate the effect on the shoulders. It does look kind of cool. Uh, extra armor on the bicep. You can see it's like it's just like a big hexagonal piece that wraps around. Uh, extra armor on the forearms, including the left arm now getting like an actual full fledged shield that has some horns on it that have glowing neon lights. Um, then, Is that Sacrodite? Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. Um, the crotch. Uh, we have covered it up with more purple and black. The side skirts, same thing. The legs, same thing. The knees. You, you, you just basically, like, the thing is, it's, like, added on over the top of it in such a way that it just feels like you basically make a clone of the Alexander model in, in your modeling program. Size it a little larger and then make it purple and then just delete random parts of it and there you go. Um, well, and it's like, there's extra, like, purple and black with glowing pink armor on the side of the lance spinner. What are we doing? Yeah, it doesn't look good. I, this is why I mentioned, even though I love the Alexander, like the original, this is why I mentioned being annoyed by it, though. Because I I just think this form looks bad. It doesn't do it, it like, 
Okay, so the shield can generate a beam shield, is one of the new features. Uh, the katana sure. is foldable. Um, I can't remember if, like... How many times can he fold it? <laughs> so yeah, it has, like, the energy shield, has the uh, uh, lance pinner. Uh, it does mention they have high-speed propulsion wings on it. I can't remember. I think this thing can fly. Um, okay. Oh, it does, yeah, it does have those, like, the upgraded Lancelot-style, like, tiny little wings that don't do anything, yeah. but in-universe do something. Yes. Um. It's like flying with a car antenna. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and it's, and it's only real weapons are the katana. I guess, like, you could probably stab with that shield, even though it's not mentioned. It does have a slash harken on the wrist, like, a single slash harken again, uh, though I can't, I'm not finding art of it, unfortunately. Um. Not really seeing it on the design either, but it doesn't mention it. Um, and then it has the Judgment Linear Assault Rifle, and I think it just uses the original uh, Assault Rifle rather than an upgraded one. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I, this is such a disappointing upgrade to a, like one of my favorite Nightmare Frames, and it makes me so mad. Because it just they just threw armor on it, and it looks bad. It's just a full armor Alex, or Alexander. Um... There are two more variants to talk about. Uh, one is on the wiki and one is not. So there is the Alexa Narasuna, which is on the wiki. This is from, uh, is it, Oz? yeah, Oz the Reflection. Um, uh, the face I made when I opened this up. Uh, yeah, it's got Leopardon's face from uh, the to uh, the Toku Spider-Man for some reason. Um, so it's got like the knight helmet uh, in black and red. Then the face has the mouth area, like, caved in, and it has black eyes. Like, just, like, little black holes for eyes. Uh, and then it has, like, this nasty yellow color for the, uh, main armor. Uh, the to upper torso is similar to the Typo 2's upper torso, uh, and the lower torso is similar to the Typo 1 and Typo 2. It's got the scoop. Um, these shoulders are new. You have these shoulders that are two horns. Uh, this design is asymmetrical, so... The uh, right shoulder is black and red, and the left shoulder is uh, bad mustard and, uh, or like, Dijon mustard and gray. No, bad mustard. Dijon mustard is bad mustard. That's accurate. Wait, what? I like I like Dijon. <laughs> wow. Uh, then the upper arm uh, has a bit of extra armor and is longer than the original Alexander's. Uh, the lower arms are much larger than the Alexander's normal lower arms as well. Um, it's because it's taken from a, a, a Gekka, right? Oh, that would make sense, actually. Yep, yep, these are just, like, Gekka arms. Damn, that Gekka this comes from is actually really cool, funnily enough. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so it's, like, got fancy big Gekka arms with the big clawed fingers. Um, the waist is the same as the Alexander Typo 1 and 2. The legs are the same as the Typo 1. Um, yeah, uh, the main thing is it has the it has a quote-unquote revolving blade sword which is the uh the the superheated sword that the uh geckas use oh those things are cool yeah okay and you can see it has the katana held and then it also has a bazooka uh on the left subarm um it looks really awkward uh because its hands being bigger are not made to do the alexander crawling so they it just looks like it's on its hands and knees like, the feet are doing the feet thing, but the arms are just kind of like, eh, <laughs> there. It looks weird. 
Otherwise, I think the model looks better than the art, funnily enough, because the model has a brighter yellow and it looks less gross. Mm-hmm. I also like I like it being like on you know all it's a, in its insect mode with a subarm holding the katana. That's kind of good. Uh huh. Uh, there is one other variant. It is not on the wiki, but I can find it for you. It is actually... Well, there is... Oh, sorry. There's also the Florence. Oh, I missed the Florence. Right, sorry. Uh, is the Florence... Oh, is that the Mantis one? Let me see. Sure. Uh, yes, this is the it. Mantis one. Its colors are horrible. Yeah, but it does have some cool stuff, so we'll... I forgot about that one. Yeah, the Florence, Okay. This is a weird one. This is a nightmare frame by way of like the 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 fucking uh, the the season two crappy group of knights like nightmare frames, you know. I think you mean this is a nightmare frame by way of season five of Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh. So <laughs> what we have is underneath <coughs> a <coughs> uh, um the base design is just the regular Alexander again, the Typo one. Or the Typo 2. Uh, it's, it's O2. It's got the chest. Oh, right. It's the Typo 2 chest. Um, and side skirts and stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, it's a black and white one of those. The additional parts include on the head a uh, part with two large mantis eyes and a large ho- golden horn in the middle. And black armor. Uh, black shoulder armor that has red cuts in it, as well as gold bottom uh, shoulder armor. Uh, large mantis arms uh, put onto the wrist hard points the sides of the legs uh have these large green and gold armor parts and then finally on the back of this on the uh, cockpit block uh extra black armor with little uh green wings and then a black cape uh flowing down from it uh that is supposed to i believe just be a cloth cape yeah yeah uh I've made a couple of jokes, but I've settled on I've settled on my actual assessment, which is this is my favorite machine from Phantom Pain. You know, so the worst part about this machine is when they show things like the line art in black and white with the slash harkins. If they picked a better color scheme, I think this design would actually be cooler looking. But as it is, it really does look like a seed antagonist. Like, so, it, it, there's there's very Okawara elements to this added armor. Yeah. So it has uh, two large mounted claws on the arms. Uh, it has two Hadron cannons on the back. Uh, you can see they are, like, the wings that are folded backwards. Uh, those are actually mm-hmm. cannons. Um, mm-hmm. as two, For the peace beams. Two fixed uh, knives, uh, Ulna knives, though I do think it's funny that they call them Aruna knife edge here. Uh, they go with Aruna on the wiki here, even though they properly went Ulna on the other articles. Anyway, whatever. Um, and then it has two the pieces that are attached to the waist there those two green and gold armors those are actually slash harkins uh, uh, they can fold up to the side and then shoot uh, out and forward um, okay. again we have pictures of this like in it's insect mode and stuff if this was like fully matching in it's colors I think it would look goofy but cool because again when I see the line art I'm like oh this is neat but unfortunately uh the colors suck on this guy. I don't. I mean, know... it's bolt-on bug helmet. It's they, very funny. They could have made the Alexander underneath be any color. Mm-hmm. All right, now there is especially especially oh. because it's built from an Alexander drone, which means they repainted it. They did already. repaint it, yeah. Um. So one last one. 
There's one last Alexander variant to talk about. Uh, this is from Lelouch of the Resurrection, uh, the film. Uh, and it appears in the art book. Uh, it is a very minor role for it, but uh, I, I, I want to bring it up because I know about it. Um, give me one second okay. to find the page. I'll just link you to it. It doesn't have very much art at all because it is used by some terrorists and appears very, like, well. So here it is. Uh, they converted it to just always be in insect mode. <laughs> okay, I respect that. Yep, so it's a green version of the Alexander. Uh, it has inst- it, it has gotten rid of the knight aesthetic altogether. Uh, the helmet now is like a uh, upside-down T uh, that is red, uh, and that's like the visor. It has like bug mandibles now. The horns have been turned into bug mandibles, basically, is what it looks like. Um... The arms and legs have been designed in such a way now that they are... The legs are just coming out of the side of the body because, again, this is always in its, like, insect mode. This does not have a standing mode. Um, They've covered up the joints, which is kind of fun. You can see that, like, there's cloth wrapping on the joints on the arms and the legs. Uh, Given that Mm -hmm. this is deployed in the desert there, that probably makes sense. Uh, Same with the neck. There's cloth on the uh, artwork. What is this thing called? Terrorist KMF. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think that says, well, okay, I think there's a little note that says Isosu there in the middle. So it might be, like, whatever that is, Isosu, but I don't know what it's supposed to be, unfortunately. But it's, uh, it also has, like, two railguns on the back that are, like, more simple designs that are just, uh, mounted onto, like, the, uh, area behind the shoulders. It's just, like, a weird mass-produced, like, little buggy version of the uh alexander i think it's neat though it's that it pal. gets to show up yeah, yeah. it's a cute it's, little guy cute. also the ends of the hands and the legs are just land spinners so it just it this thing is actually a think tank from uh is what this has become from like uh ghost in the shell totally um it's a fun little guy though anyway just wanted to bring that last one up so yeah uh that's the alexander starts off pretty good and then Things happen. I don't know what the, the latter half of the show happens to it, and it makes me mad because they could have done a really cool, they could have done a cool upgrade, and instead they did the worst, one of the worst full armors I've ever seen in my life. Anyway. It's not good. All right. Well, six. Uh, who is the request by, by the way? We didn't actually say it. That's a, yes, I forgot to say that. This is a request from Ivy. Hey, Ivy. Oh, hey, Ivy. I'll have to tell her right outside my room. Uh, especially because I'm going to make dinner after this. So Ooh. I'm making bulldog. Uh, here, I'll link you the recipe. Because... Yeah, I'm not sure I'm familiar with this. Um, well, okay, so you probably heard of the bulldog ramen. ramen? Uh, they, they Korean ramen, uh, which is flavored yes. like this. Uh, and is very spicy. This is what that uh, spicy ramen uh, uh, Korean ramen is based on is this dish. Oh, that looks really good. Yep, it's basically chicken cooked in a chili sauce and you top it with, of all things, mozzarella cheese. And, okay, and there's ri- and rice cakes? That sounds nice. Uh-huh, the rice cakes are just uh, the optional carb for it. Uh, I we couldn't find the rice cakes, so we're just gonna make rice with it because, I mean, it's meat in a sauce. I'm sure rice will go well with it, you know? Sure, sure. Um, Understandable. But yeah, no, uh, I'm going to try making this tonight, because I haven't cooked in a while, because I've been working. (laughs) 
So I'm actually really glad you delayed us to record a day. I mean, obviously the viewers won't know that because we'll release this at the normal time, but you know, mm-hmm. or the view, the listeners, whatever. Anyway, yeah. So I'm going to go and make this after this. But for now, Six, where can people find you and your work on the internet? Ah! Almost hurled my mouse. Uh, you can find me on this website that I think I'm going to be checking a lot of recipes from. This is, oh, this looks good. Um, but I'll, you can also find me on Twitter and co-host at six S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. My DMs are open for any questions, comments, listener requests, any of that sort of thing. Uh, hey, do you want to do a listener request? A question, I mean? A, uh, sorry, oh, a question. Uh, yeah, if it's a smaller one, if we can get it done, yeah. Uh, do you want to do the Destiny one? Oh, right, yes, we went over these last week. Uh, hold on, uh, what was it again? Uh, you know what, that one re- that one requires a little more creativity, actually. We should save that one also as the second one asked. Okay. Um, the other one was, of the Armored Core 6, like, core cooling animations, what's your favorite? Oh, yeah, I did watch through this, but, eh, we can watch through it again. So at this point, folks, as per the question we've received from our listener, we are watching a little video of various core cooling animations from Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. I have a link to the video in the uh, show notes, and I'm just going to abridge this little wait. I'm going to play like 30 seconds of, of music just to fill the air. Go ahead, pause, watch this if you want to. Otherwise, if you're already familiar, you don't care, you know, whatever. Do we want to just start with the faves, like answer the question directly first? Sure. All right. Uh, my favorite would be the, I'm going to be butchering this name, the Nachtreiher. Yes, that's also, that's, that also might be my, that's, I have sort of three that are the top, but that one's probably my favorite. Uh, the Nachtreiher is one of my favorites just because I like the, I like the row of uh, radiator fins on the back. It's very, it looks very F91 style when its back pops open. Um, mm-hmm. But also, it kind of evokes a spine, and so, and I always love that too. Just ha- it just looks good, and honestly, that whole series of parts is probably like my favorite set of parts in the game. I, it's funny because I don't use them because uh, uh, I don't play like light lighter designs all that often. But it is probably mm-hmm. my favorite, like aesthetically speaking, my favorite set of parts. Yeah, I don't like how lights play in this game. I feel like this game they did buff them though last night. They did. Oh, that's you know I haven't played. They've done a number of patches, and I haven't haven't touched that since that has uh-huh. the game in a while. Um, but like playing at launch, it is a game that just in the single player just blatantly favors heavier ACs. Yeah. So I mean that's always um, a tough part about uh, AC games uh, in general, right? Is it's mm-hmm. <laughs> turns out when you are holding a lot of gun, it's sometimes hard to balance around that. Um. But yeah, let me see. The Nocturiger, yeah, they increase the attitude stability and uh, generator output on the core, give the arms increased recoil, and then, yeah, just that for that those parts. But they did do a bunch of, like, little buffs like that, so, anyway. But yeah, I really like with the Nocturiger that it, it, it feels like... Nocturiger is, like, a very, like, agile, like, aerial design uh, of core, 
And I really like them leaning into that with the fact that like even its cooling system is designed to be as lightweight as possible, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And also, yeah, I do like the F-91 sort of fin array. I think it looks very cool. Mm -hmm. So was was that also your favorite? Or you mentioned Um, you had three, so do one of yours. Yeah. Um, I also really like the Fermeza. Okay, yeah. Fermeza, chunky uh, torso. The, so the Fermeza is sort of a medium weight, I would say, and it's um it's very it's a very backloaded suit, and its its um animation is that basically it reveals that most of its internals are heatsink. Yeah, yeah. Because if the, you look at how much unfolds, yeah, yeah, it just has that whole cylinder block pop out that is just a bunch of cylinders. And it is it is a it is an array of I think it's it's like this person is moving their camera around a lot, but I believe it is fourteen spinning heat rods, which is just like and it like effectively when this is deployed it doubles the size of the core and it's just like yeah there's seven on either side it looks like uh yeah it's pretty fucking cool it's really cool looking and I just also the idea of this design that is like. Our prime, like most of this design, is dedicated to preventing huge bursts of heat. Just says so much about what this core is designed to do in a way that I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. I can um, agree with that. And my final winner is just the one that's the most over the top, right? The HAL eight two six. You have to appreciate just how extra its huge halo and shit are. Yes, yeah, that's the one I also see a lot because that's the torso I use because it's a very good torso. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, just this, I mean, one, it's just the biggest one in the game, by and far. Um, mm-hmm. mainly because it has all that backpack, like, it just has these two giant rows off to the sides. Um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, like you said, you have the halo that pops up on the back, uh, when it opens. It's just, it's really good. Um, the other ones that I wanted to shout out would be the Wrecker. Uh, so... I'm not usually all that huge a fan of using, like, the, the, like, for all I play Chunky Mechs, I still want them to look a little fancy, uh, and the Wrecker is just not my aesthetic, but the way the Wrecker's cooling works, that it pops open that whole box on the back, like, with the little subarms, and then it, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, you see, like, the machine having to, like, refold the generator in, and then the arms pulling it down, I just think is, it, it is satisfying to watch. Um, the other two I like are, um... The Alba, kind of for a similar reason that you mentioned for the Fermeza, though a lighter version of that. The thing I like about the Alba is basically its backpack pops open, and it just has this, like, weird, like, it almost, like, feels like it dumps its generator out and, like, just leaves it out. Yeah, it has this, like, big, like, triple ring, like, heatsink. It is, it is, like... It is like if your computer, when it got hot, just like this panel slid back and the CPU and its cooler were just shoved straight into the air. Yeah, it's really, I love that it just like, it just dumps out this entire area on the back, uh, which is really cool. Uh, one last one uh, to shout out just because it has a cool feature on it. I like the, so the VP40S is a torso I already really like because it's a uh, asymmetrical torso. I like that it when it opens its cooling, it also does it asymmetrically. Because what it does is the middle plate pops up on the back and then uncovers the middle. It's not anything too flashy or anything, but I do like that it has, um, going with its asymmetrical front design that the, uh, it actually has the door open up asymmetrically on the back as well. I just think that's neat. 
Um, There's another one that I, I, I find, like, noteworthy, though I'm not sure. The VE-40 is very cool, right? Like, it's very visually striking. Um, as far as, like, thermodynamics, I'm not sure what you're getting out of these bowling balls. They do look cool. <laughs> they do look cool. I'm not sure they make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I guess it is, like... It is kind of like a fan, right? Like, you have, like, the whole thing is hot, and you are constantly spinning it, so constantly whatever is the hottest area is making contact with the air, I guess. But, I don't know, it seems like a very I'm strange. reading about roll cooling right now. Oh. This is, this is like a thing. Yes. Uh, usually used for s the steel industry. Um, here, huh. uh, just to show you, uh, I don't understand this, I am not, I am not... Uh, in this field. So I just saw this chart, though, and this made me laugh just seeing this chart on its own. <laughs> okay. I love when I love when I can just, like, post engineering charts that mean absolutely nothing to me. Huh. But this is for a full roller, not for a ball. Yeah, this isn't for a ball, though. This is for just, like, a full-on, like, Like, this is more cylinder. like the, this is more like the, uh, the orbiter. Yeah. Which has the two huge cylinders in it, which I think, I, I saw that and I was like, I don't understand thermo, like, engineering and shit, but sure, that makes sense to me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. I, one thing that I think is, like, I see why they do this for visual effect, right? But the way the animations work always is that the, the person here is using, what, like, assault armor or something, right? Yes. Um, and so there is a spark of, like, there's a wave of blue energy... And the core turns like a bluish white and then fades to red, right? Mm -hmm. Which doesn't make sense. If it gets hot, it would be hot like pretty much instantly and then cool. Yeah. The color change doesn't actually make sense. It's fine. It's aesthetic. Who cares? But like, I think, it doesn't actually make sense. Yeah. And the, uh, if you just overheat from a salt boost, I think it just is immediately red rather than having the green. Hmm. Well, maybe the green is just residual energy. I'm not like we know how assault armor actually works. Yeah, or anything. but uh, speaking of which, they also buffed uh, the they did buff the one assault armor too. Uh, hmm. The uh, the terminal armor, which is the one I use, they give it a, a longer duration, so that's nice. All right, so, I, so we got one of those. Oh yeah. One other note is just that uh, with the jailbreak, every time I see the name jailbreak. My brain is like, oh, this is the one you hacked. It's like, no, it's literally the one you used. It's not. It's the one you used to break out of jail. It's just the shitty one. Yeah, it's, not it's cool. the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a shitty Basho. It's the Basho, but uh, yeah, with all the, it's got broken armor and stuff. I do like that. That's in the game, though. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, just because it's I have, I did for a fight have a build where I used a jailbreak part. So. Oh, that's funny. I, I used a jailbreak head because it was like I need the I need just like a, a just a light head that's still fairly head. well armored. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, with that six, uh, I mean, you did your plugs, right? I did. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, I, I didn't... I, did I do a scanlineme.com or patreon.com to scanlineme? I don't remember if I did that. I part. don't remember if you did that now, actually. Well, you did it now. Uh, and you can yep. find me, at Robot on Twitter, on co-host. Kind of on Blue Sky. I haven't posted there in weeks, though, so it feels disingenuous to say that here, but, you know, whatever. Um, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, anyway, you can find me all those places, uh, and, yeah. That's it. Um, 
I've been very busy, so I haven't been posting very much, though I did post a bunch of virtual on-screen caps because I finally figured out how to get... So, uh, Six, have you ever used Reshade? No. So, Reshade... I don't know what that is. ...is a external program that hooks into whatever the rendering thing... The, the I, I see proof that I don't know about this stuff. So... <laughs> It hooks into either, like, if you're if it's rendering via DirectX 9, DirectX 10, DirectX 11, um, or, like, OpenGL for the, for the graphics rendering, it can hook into that and basically do post-processing effects, right? Uh, I use it for, like, when I'm posting, like, my PS1 games, uh, because I don't like a lot of built-in CRT things, but I also like to have, like, a little bit of, like, the chromatic aberration and whatnot. Um, especially for, like, for instance, Virtualon. Because Virtual On has a lot of tricks that are, are revealed if you're not playing it that way. Because, like, uh, the game doesn't have real transparency, for instance. It uses uh, it, it, it uses a bunch of dithering, and then... Uh, and interlacing? Uh, I don't know if it uses interlacing, but it does use dithering, where, you know, every other pixel is just uh, clear. Because it can't mm-hmm. do actual transparency. But... Obviously, when you're playing on a CRT or on that kind of thing, it'll blend. And so, as you can see here, like, by the screen cap of me getting hit, you can see that it looks like real transparency because I have the chromatic aberration going on. Um, and some other effects, too. I have, like, NTSC cable effects. Um, I try to not go too overboard. I don't like a lot of built-in CRT stuff because they try to emulate things like, you know, the physicality, like, the corners. Anyway, the thing about this is Virtual On is a game that uses direct draw from 1997. Obviously, that's not DirectX or uh, OpenGL. So I had to figure out how to get a wrapper to wrap the game using DirectX uh, or, like, you know, yeah, DirectX 9, and then figure out how to get it then to run this. It took a long time, but I got it working. I wanted to get it working because it's my favorite version of the game. And so, and I posted a whole bunch of screen caps because I think it's a really good-looking game. I like it a lot. Um... Fun designs by Hajime Kotoki. We've never talked about any virtual on designs, have we? I can't remember. We talked about the uh, Temjin. Yeah, the Temjin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we t- had... A, right, because I had to fucking pull open uh, virtual on Mars for the billions of Temjin variants in that game, because every game normally has one variant, and then virtual on Force and Mars decided, what if we did, like, ten? But, anyway, I like the way the game looks, and I was happy to get my shader stuff working with it. It took a long time. Uh, so that's the only thing I really posted recently. Um, other than that, I, I, I've had a lot of work, so I've been busy. Eh. Did you know that the song, the inverted song of time in Majora's Mask, is slower on th- is is faster on 3DS? It doesn't slow down as much. Uh, yes, because it's um, on the original console, I believe. Was it like 33% slower, and then on right, the it's, 3DS, it's it's one th- it. Yeah, it's, it dri- drives everything to one-third speed on the original, and the uh, 3DS, it drives it to one-half. Uh, I learned this because we're playing Majora's Mask for the next novel not new, mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up... Someone had told me about Project Restoration, uh-huh. which is a patch for that that makes a bunch of smart changes. One of them is it fixes that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it also does stuff like makes the transformation masks just on the d-pad that makes sense with the extra buttons yeah it also makes like this is just one of the ones where it's like oh this is just optimization right uh in the in the 3ds version and and i believe in the 64 version as well when you pull up your bomber's notebook 
-hmm. It takes about five seconds for it to load in everything. Now it's just instant. Okay. Like, okay, that's just better. <laughs> that's just a straight-up improvement. Um, yeah. All right, that's pretty cool. I actually recently replayed through all of Majora's Mask and 100%ed it, um, oh, it was like two or three months ago? Um, because, uh, because of the family thing, one, one person in our house has the, uh, you know, the Switch plan with, like, the, you know, you get, like, the free N64 games, and I was like, oh, they have Majora's Mask, sure. let's try it. And I ended up playing through it, and game's still fun. Yeah, it's I love that game. one of those ones where I'm like, uh, I wonder if I'll play it and see what, it, like, uh, you know, people who are like, oh, it hasn't aged well are all about. And then I play it, and I have fun, and I'm like, nope, still don't understand them. Uh, I did some sequence breaking at the Stone Tower because I really wanted to avoid doing, uh, I, I, after I got the hook shot, I was like, okay, I really want to avoid doing uh, the, uh, uh, the, wa uh, the Water Temple, here, the Great Bay Dungeon. Then I did it, and it's like, oh, right, the Great Bay Dungeon is really short. Fuck, I completely forgot how short this is. It's not bad. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's really not that bad. I, I, my brain had prepped me for it to be worse than I played, I was just like, oh, that was quick. Huh. All right, never mind then. Um, the game itself is just kind of a breezy game, especially compared to like, I. I it's interesting because like even one hundred percenting it, I feel like it's a much faster game to play through than Ocarina of Time, mm -hmm. which is funny because my brain's like, doesn't it have more collectibles though? Because like you know, there's only four dungeons, and so you only get four heart containers from dungeons, and that means there's way more heart pieces. But I don't know, it just felt really quick to do in comparison i mean it's also a game that was built in a year yeah right uh hey more maybe more games should be built in a year yes yes so. maybe more games should be like hey we've already got these models and shaders and everything we should just reassemble things and make a new story yeah i i think iterative game design like that is good uh even though gamers yes. will freak out if even a single model is reused uh but i think iterative game design is probably healthier for everyone involved because you're reusing assets that you've already, you know, poured uh, probably way too much time into making in the first place. It especially applies in the modern day, but, you know, whatever. Um, Fully agree. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, okay, it was back in July. Right, it was right before uh, right before I went through Judgment uh, for Novel Not New also. Um, speaking of which, Lost Judgment, now on PS Plus thing the the plan that i'm on so i can play that now hey should i play lost judgment um i hear it's okay sure okay i didn't know if you'd played it yet i haven't i i i um, wonder if I'm, it'll improve on the things that i wanted to improve on probably not as much I as i want but you know i want to finish up yakuza kiwami one mm -hmm. which i stopped right at the final boss because i fought through a bunch of shit and then got to the final, final boss, and I was just out of healing, and I was so fucking annoyed that I dropped the game for checks, like checks, watch, like four years. <laughs> um, I know what happens, but it's like, ah, let me just go back and go in with way too many healing items and just fucking power through this shit. Fair. All right. So, and then I can move on to other other games in the Like a Dragon series. Yeah. Well, and with that, with all that rambling. Uh, Peace out. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, we need a we need a. I don't um, have any fucking quotes. Die, die, die. That's you know that's what Akito does when he's freaking out. So sure. In, in my head, I I watched that video muted, so I've never heard Akito speak. And in my head, he's just like a, a like a more boring like Fonspock. 
the thing is, he's not even, like, a sicko boy in that way. Like, he's a sicko boy when he do- goes into sicko mode. But unlike Fun Spock, he's just not always like that. But the fun part about Fun Spock is that he's just always on and stupid. And, you know, I hate him, but... I, 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 I It's so funny. I was. Do a- you hate him? No, I don't. That's the problem. I used to hate him. When I when I read about what he was all about, I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Then I played G-Gen, and then I was like, fuck, it's really funny. It's actually really good. He, the voice won me over, him and his awful cackling. That's great. Anyway, all right. Well, peace. Peace. Die. This is our big moment. Pizza Hut is sponsoring. Uh, you now know what it sounds like when a man tears his vocal cords apart for the sake of an internet community. So just for clarification, everyone's doing this of their own free will, right? No BS involved.